after we are born again, we are changed so much by God that often we will find we just don't want to do some of the things we did before we were born again. We will also find we don't want to be around some of the people that we used to run around with. Usually a person who has been born again now wants to read the Bible and they want to be with other churchgoers and they want to go to church and they want to go to prayer groups. This is totally different from the life we lived before we were born again because God has changed us. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. In the Old Testament, God gave the people this instruction. Numbers 33, 50-53 And the Lord spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you, and destroy all their pictures, and destroy all their molten images, and quite pluck down all their high places. And ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land and dwell therein, for I have given you the land to possess it. But if ye will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those which ye let remain of them shall be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your sides, and they shall vex you in the land wherein ye dwell. So we have been born again, and we are changed by God, and now we want to read the Bible. We want to follow God. We want to do things according to the will of God. Where once we only thought of what we wanted, now we actually think of what God wants us to do. So we enter into the world and they're going a totally different way. And often the people at churches are going a totally different way from the Bible. If we try to stay around those people, they will vex our souls. They will be as pricks in our eyes and as thorns in our sides. So what do we do with them? One thing I do is this. There's a Catholic woman who used to come see me a lot and want to go to dinner and things like that. She came in telling some kind of worldly wisdom story and kind of delighting in the wisdom of the world. And I would often look at her and say, that which you just said is not in the Bible. I want to build my house on the Word of God. Sometimes after I told her this, she would disappear maybe for three or four weeks. And then she would call me and 
want to go to dinner again. So she would come back. But as we went to dinner, she would be telling me some worldly story, some kind of worldly wisdom that she had picked up. I'd just tell her again, that is not in the Bible. I want to build my house on that which is in the Bible, a sure thing. And eventually we separated. So it really basically drove her away from me when I told her things of God. As long as I told her things of God, she would disappear. Now, if I didn't speak of God, then she wanted to be around me. That's the way I found to deal with this. When I moved to Colorado, there was a woman who's an acquaintance of Pam's. She lives two houses down from us. She began the first time I was ever around her trying to find out what I thought about homosexuals and lesbians. But I didn't realize that was what she was doing. The next time I was around her, she also tried to find out what I thought of homosexuals and lesbians. But again, I didn't realize that was what she was doing. Then one day she came to my house, our house rather, and talked to Pam. And she then said, I want to visit with Joan a minute. So she came in my bedroom to talk with me. I had purchased some tennis wristbands because I've have had both of my wrists have been broken and when I type sometimes I need a little more support around my wrist so I ordered some tennis wristbands and I put I have them sitting there and they're very bright colors and I was I said to her you know what these are and she said tennis wristbands and I said yes I use them when I need extra support on my wrist she said, does this mean you support gays and lesbians? Well, I was shocked. I said, uh, no, I don't think so. It shocked me so badly. I mean, how, does, how can a tennis wristband mean I support gays and lesbians? So I went back after she left. I went to Amazon and looked this up to see if it said anything about homosexuals and lesbians. It did not. So how did she relate that to tennis wristbands? Later, I was watching television news, and they showed some type of a parade protest being held by the homosexuals and lesbians. There were some people in the crowd of protesters that were waving flags. Those flags had very wide colored bands on them. And then I realized... That was what their flag looked like, were my wristbands. And she put it together and saw it as a way to find out whether or not I supported homosexuals and lesbians. Well, I never wore those wristbands again after that because I don't want anything like that in my life. But I sent her a letter, a two-page letter by U.S. Mail, telling what God said about homosexuals and lesbians. I gave her many scriptures from the Old Testament, one of which is in Genesis chapter 13, verse 13. God said, 
the men of Sodom, who were homosexuals, were wicked, and God even said they were exceedingly wicked. I gave her Genesis 19, telling about God sending the two angels to destroy Sodom, and how the men of Sodom were homosexuals and came from every quarter of the city to try to have sex with the two strangers who had come into town and were staying at Lot's house. I also gave her Romans chapter 1, verses 26, 27, 28. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. That was probably about three months ago that this happened, and I've heard nothing from her since that time. So if you want to drive the wicked out from before you, or people doing acts contrary to the word of God, Speak the word of God when the opening is there. It's really very simple. Usually they will depart from you. If they are born again in the future, they will come back to you. But if you will not speak the word of God and basically drive them away, then this is what happens to you. Numbers 33, verse 55. But if ye will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those which ye let remain of them shall be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your sides and shall vex you in the land wherein ye dwell. They will always be troubling you by what they say if you allow them to be around you. James chapter 4 verse 4 says, If you try to be a friend of the world, you are the enemy of God. So speak the word of God as the opening occurs to speak the word of God. And if they depart, let them depart. Second Corinthians six fourteen through eighteen. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness, and what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? 
For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. In Second John, the Apostle John told us, that if we go around wishing people well, when they follow something other than the doctrine of Christ, we put ourselves in danger of partaking of their evil works and we could lose reward. Let's read that scripture. It's a warning from the Apostle John. Second John Start at verse 8. The apostle says, Look to yourselves, that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. Now the doctrine of Christ are the teaching set forth in the New Testament Bible. Those are the doctrines of Christ. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. For he that biddeth him God's speed is partaker of his evil deeds. Be very careful about wishing people well. When you go to dinner with people, frequently they will hold up drink glasses and click them wishing each other well. I don't participate in that. I used to go to dinner with two women and they were always doing that lifting their glasses and clicking them and wishing each other well. I didn't even attempt to lift my glass, and they didn't even look at me. They just went right on with their thing, and I separated myself from them in the sense that I didn't do what they did. I did what I felt was right in the sight of God. I did not wish them well, for it says here, that if you wish them well, you become partakers of their evil deeds if they go out and commit evil. Both of these women were church-going women. That doesn't mean they're going to do the right thing. One was Catholic and the other went to some kind of uh, Protestant church. But I didn't trust either one of them. And I did not want to attach myself to them that way by wishing them well so pay attention to these scriptures if the door opens to speak the word of god speak the word of god on the subject that's truth let them depart from you let them be offended by the word of god if they're going to be offended 
eventually they might get get away and think it over and agree with God. And then they will come back where you are. But you don't want these people around you. They will be thorns in your sides, pricks in your eyes. They will vex you continually with the words they speak. And the only reason they're coming around you now is you're not speaking the word of God to them when the door opens. Don't try to open a door. Just when the subject comes up, don't hold back. Don't hold back the word of God in order to keep from offending them. Let them be offended by the word of God if that's what happens. They might get saved at some point. But you will get free if they don't turn to God. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.